Welcome to the Moms Call to More podcast. I'm Deanna Mason, creator of Refresh Moms, where I make integrating your faith and self-care into your day simple while you build a sustainable, fulfilling business. I'm also founder of Needle Movers for Social Equity. This podcast is dedicated to moms who feel God calling them to more than motherhood and need a safe place that tells them that it's okay to deeply love both your children and your work. Bring your godly ambition, your desire to serve, and incredible leadership to every episode because here you fit right in. Get cozy, grab your favorite drink, and let's get started. Here we go. Well, hey, welcome back to the Mom's Call to More podcast, or welcome to if this is the first time you've pressed play on a Mom Call to More podcast episode. My name is Deanna, and I am your host, and I'm happy to have you here. Today, we're going to chat about Sabbath and Sabbath rest. I did a Facebook Live on this topic this week, and um, a few weeks ago, I was tagged in a post by one of my um, Moms Call to More members wanting to know what my Sabbath practice looked like, and it's just kind of been floating around in my head that I feel like we need to talk about Sabbath rest more because I don't. I don't think this is a normal thing practiced by, you know, westernized Christians, <laughs> westernized Christians. That's funny. I don't know what Christians are doing outside of um, America, but I only know of one couple that practices Sabbath consistently and protects their Sabbath day. Everybody else that I know and everybody else that I talk to, either they don't practice it at all or they desire to and they struggle with it. So I'm like, this is probably a really good topic to talk about since I am really um, serious about working from a place of rest as opposed to resting from work. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. I really am learning how to work from a place of rest instead of resting from my work. And I think Sabbath in observing Sabbath ritual, a ritual of Sabbath rest, I believe is a great, um, or good or a vital, I don't know which adjective to use. It's an important part of how I do what I do because I do a lot. My day is full. My um, weeks are full. And I have a, a huge capacity to um, to execute a lot of tasks, but I also have a tendency to overshoot what I can actually get done. And it tends to take me to exhaustion faster, faster than I would like to. I, will, I actually don't want to be exhausted. <laughs> I just, I want to be able to know when I'm getting to a place where I'm doing too much so I can pull back. And Sabbath rest has helped me because it's a container that's already there waiting for me. And as long as I, as I honor it, No matter how many things are on my to-do list, no matter how much I said I was trying to get done that week, when I hit Sabbath, it's like, well, this day you're not doing anything. And it just allows me to slow down and, and, and gives me an opportunity to just step back and rest so that I can jump back into things afterwards. So I love practicing Sabbath. It is um, something that I intend to do for the rest of my life. It has taken me quite a few years to get to this point. I've been practicing Sabbath on a regular basis for probably about three years. And um, I will never give it up. It has been a game changer, but it hasn't always looked like this. And I really want to share um, how I've worked up to this. And hopefully this inspires you to start chipping away at your own Sabbath practice. But 
I want to, first of all, say, I think all of us struggle with it. Even me as someone that practices it regularly, it is something that I have to be extremely, extremely protective and intentional about. And I want to run through what my current practice looks like. So you can just get an idea of what a day in a life of a Sabbath <laughs> for Deanna is. So I um, use Saturdays as my Sabbath day observance. And it starts up with me just getting up in the morning. Sometimes I'll do a workout. Um, sometimes I like just getting up, maybe taking a walk in the morning. It's one of my favorite things to do throughout the entire week. But you know, get it up in the morning, maybe take a walk and I'll jump into the shower, get dressed and I'll pack up my um, computer bag and put my devotional in it, my prayer book and any books that I want to read that are not on my phone. Cause I, I go back and forth from my Kindle app to um, an actual, you know, tangible book. I pack it all up and I go to the local coffee shop, which is basically a walk away, but I drive there. Um, it's a five minute drive. And um, order a latte. I'm a, I'm a latte lover. It is part of my self-care toolbox. <laughs> I will order a latte, probably a lavender vanilla latte. And I sit down and I just read and study the Bible as long as I want to. I prayer journal um, or I I always pray journal, but I also journal just, you know, journaling my thoughts and giving myself an opportunity to process any thoughts or things that I want to lay before God or just, you know, work out myself. And I do that as long as I want. And then when I'm finished with that, I hop into a book and I just read as long as I want. (laughs) And I shut it down. I do that for about a couple hours. And then by the time I finish with that, I'm usually ready for lunch. So either I go to lunch Um, or I come home and have lunch. I really love meeting somebody for lunch or brunch. I really love that. Um, I'm, I'm a social rester in that regard. I'm I'm an introvert, so I don't need a lot of um, social interaction, but I do love meeting somebody for coffee or for brunch or for a meal and conversating on a one-on-one level. Don't do as great in group settings. It's probably a little overstimulating for me, but I love one-on-one contact or two you know, meeting um, with two people, you know, small, small containers of social activity. If I am blessed that day, I get to meet somebody and rest in a way of social communication. That is a form of rest. I'm planning on doing a podcast episode really soon on the different ways to rest because rest um, is not just sleep. Sleep is a form of rest, but it's not the only way people rest. (laughs) I'll talk about that maybe next week or in an upcoming episode. But after lunch, I either come home if I'm away or I will pop a pot of stovetop popcorn, which is, I love stovetop popcorn. I don't remember the last time I even bought microwave popcorn. Microwave popcorn now tastes like fake popcorn to me. (laughs) But I love just getting a, you know, this, pot, put some oil in it, drop some kernels in there, popping my own popcorn, melting real butter over the popcorn. And every now and then I'll shred some sharp cheddar cheese and mix it into my bowl of popcorn. And I sit and watch Netflix or Hulu. I'll binge watch something in my bed until I fall asleep and I'll take a nap. A nap is usually a part of every single Saturday. And once I wake up from my nap, I'm usually ready to kind of plug in with kids and Eddie 
um, see what's going on with them. Maybe we've had a family night planned out for that day, or maybe Eddie and I had a date night planned out for that day, or, you know, maybe we're just, you know, chilling together, but that's the, the late afternoon and early evenings until the time for bed is usually the time that I, um, Sabbath with, um, connecting with family that also fills me up as well. But that is my entire Saturday. And I love my Saturdays. I always tell Eddie Fridays around five or 6 PM when I shut down from work are my favorite is my favorite time of the week because I just slide on into my Sabbath, which is Saturday. But anyway, that's what that looks like. But I know that that might be very out of reach for many of my listeners. So I want to talk about how you can start chipping away at creating opportunities for rest in your life in um, the form of Sabbath. So the first thing I would say is just start with a couple of hours. If 24 hours seems like it's just ridiculously not realistic. If you're like, I don't know how I could do that, that that doesn't even seem like it fits anywhere in my week. Can you set aside a block of time? Two hours. Can you do it? And in that two hours, dedicate it to doing some type of activity that fills your cup, all right? If that's reading the Bible, if that's prayer, if that's journaling, you know, I definitely feel like when we're talking about Sabbath, we're talking about um, an opportunity to connect in deeper worship. I want to read this definition. I meant to do this at the top of the uh, episode, but I wanted to see if I could grab just a general definition of Sabbath, because I think it may mean something different from, for um, different people. Um, And I wanted to work from this base understanding for this episode. What is the meaning of the Sabbath day in Abrahamic religions? The Sabbath is a day set aside for rest and worship. According to the book of Exodus, the Sabbath is a day of rest on the seventh day commanded by God to be kept as a holy day of rest as God rested from creation. So I want to hone into that day set aside for rest and worship. I want to say that without um, creating any type of law around what your Sabbath needs to look like. But for me, I really do think that finding opportunities to connect with God during our Sabbath rest, I think it's important. And if you're like me and your days are really busy and your time with God is not really you know, lengthy in the mornings or throughout the day and the week, setting aside longer periods of time to actually quiet down and um, commune with God during Sabbath rest, I think is a gift. So that's why I um, say if you only have a couple hours, you know, kind of think through what that needs to look like in order for you to feel rested and fill that time with only those activities and consider part of that activity being, you know, communing in a deeper way with God. All right. What? Oh, and then if you desire more than a couple hours, just add on an extra hour. Maybe, you know, after you do it for a couple weeks, maybe add on another hour, maybe do that for a few weeks to get a rhythm around it and then try another hour and just see if you can slowly work yourself up to a 24 hour period. If that is your desire. Now, whatever you decide, whether it's a couple hours or 24 hours, you're going to need to communicate that to the people that need to know what's happening. So that's going to include your spouse, if you're married and your children, um, caretakers, whatever, whoever is impacted by you saying, I'm going to take this time for rest. You need to communicate that with them. You need to make sure you have, 
their buy-in so that you can actually rest. And usually that's just a conversation with telling them, this is what I'm deciding to do. This is what I'm going to start creating a habit around. And this is how I need your support. And then, you know, give them opportunity to share with you um, what that means for them. If If they're used to depending on you in a certain way during that time, and you're now backing out of uh, whatever that commitment is because you need to use that time for something different, then you guys need to work that out and communicate. Um, Hopefully you're in a relationship or in a situation where it's just hashing out logistics and making sure everybody's taken care of. Uh, Whether that means there's like, if you say I'm not cooking that day, just making sure there's, you know, everybody knows what's happening for food, how people are getting fed, you know, whatever those things are. Um, But just communicate well to your family. Now, this does take time for everybody to understand that you're serious um, and you're going to have to be the protector of that. You're going to have to fight for what you need in this regard if your family needs a moment to transition to this new reality. It took me a while, months, months um, for Eddie and I to uh, actually be on the same page in regards to what Saturdays needed to be for me. So we talked about it. I told him what was going to happen, but it didn't click to him that I was actually saying, I need you to treat this day as as if I am not available to work. And that included for me at that time, taking a break from the kids because I homeschooled and I was always with the children. I was with the children 24 hours, seven days, all the time. I never had a a break from the kids. And I love being with my kids. But after, you know, years, I homeschooled my kids for, you know, almost a decade. After years, okay, that's just homeschooling. I also had them in my life before they became school age, right? So we're talking like a 15-year, <laughs> you know, situation here that I have been with these kids all the time. And I am realizing that I need periods of time to step away from them in order to be well for them and, and well for everybody. And so Saturdays is the day I want to do that because you're home and you're available and he would schedule things on Saturday. You know, he'd schedule, you know, meetings to be, he'd be out of the house, have to go to leadership things. And I would start challenging him, not in a, you know, mean way, but like he would tell me, Hey, I have a leadership meeting on Saturday. It's going to be from nine to 12 or whatever, or 12 to two. And I would ask him, well, have you made childcare arrangements for the kids? because I'm not planning to be home in the morning or I plan on being, I plan on napping, you know, whatever those things are. And I don't want the children to have to call on me because I, this is my Sabbath day and I, and I need a break from being primary parent that day. And, you know, when I would say those things for him, it would catch him off guard a little bit because he was used to me being available in that way because I'm the, I'm their mother. And that's what, that's just how we did things for years. That's how we did things. So this was new. This was a new idea. This was a new normal. And so he had to start approaching Saturdays differently in order to either be available to allow me to rest 
or to make arrangements in a way that allow him to do what he needed to do. I had to do the same thing six days a week. If I needed to have, um, or go to the doctor or have my teeth cleaned or had a work appointment, I had to make arrangements for the children because he was at work. He was not available. And so I asked him to treat the Sabbath day, Saturday, the same way if things happen in his calendar that he needed to be away from the home, either get into, or sometimes I would have to take the kids with me, depending on what that thing is. So, you know, be willing to take the kids, you know, whatever, just act like you're me. <laughs> and these are the things I would do. I would either figure out how to, you know, take them with me. I'd figure out childcare or, you know, whatever. I would have to figure it out in order for me to be at that thing. So he had to learn how to do that. And sometimes that meant he became unavailable because sometimes he was like, I'd rather just be home with the kids instead of trying to figure out childcare so I can go to this thing. So he just started to approach it differently, but it took a minute for us to get into that habit. You know, he would schedule my car to go to get an oil change. He's like, Hey, Deanna, um, can you take your car to get an oil change on Saturday? And I'm like, I can't do that on Saturday because I'm not available. Well, where are you going to be? Well, I'm going to be home (laughs) or I'm going to be at the coffee shop or whatever. I said, but I can't take it on Monday morning or, you know, a weekday morning. I'm available to to work that in. I just don't want to do it on Saturday. So it just took a minute for us to communicate, but now it's just a normal part of the week. Now Eddie observes Sabbath on Saturday, which is even better. And my children are, you know, they're big right now at the time of this recording, they're 15 and 12. They don't need us to do anything for them. (laughs) You know, they're cooking their own breakfast and they're, you know, making their own lunches and, you know, they're independent, but even better, they now practice Sabbath with us on Saturday. That's their day of rest. So just communicate well to the people that you need to in order to start making that a reality. Okay. The third thing it's really important for your Sabbath to be meaningful for you, which means filling it with things that actually allow you to rest. I would definitely encourage you not to fill your Saturday. Let's say you have a Saturday that you're free. Oh, I don't have any kids. I don't think this is um, necessarily the time to, you know, make a hair appointment or, you know, go to the salon or, you know, unless those things actually fill you up, like me going to the hair salon or spending three or four hours at a hair salon on my Sabbath day, that is not, that is not refreshing in any regard. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I would rather do that during the week. I would rather find time during the week to go to the hair salon or to get my toes done. I would rather do that on a day that's not my Sabbath. So my Sabbath can be filled with things that actually fill my cup. One of the things I love to do is like I like creating with my hands. So one of the things that I realized that I like doing just recently, I guess within the last year, 18 months, is I like making wooden signs, wooden decor signs for the house. And so we're in the fall season. We're about to enter the fall season now. And I want a porch sign for the fall. And I'm literally looking at my calendar, like when is September? Can I get to the the board place to make me a new board? And I would love to do it either on a Friday night or Saturday because that's an activity that actually fills me, even though I got to drive there and I have to, you know, I don't mind it because I like it and I don't leave there feeling like, oh, I'm tired. Oh man, I'm exhausted. No, I actually leave feeling really rejuvenated and happy because I've created something beautiful for my home. I was able to do it using my hands and using stainer and paint 
all of that just just makes my little heart happy. <laughs> but these are activities I like to do. I like binge watching um, something on Netflix or Hulu. I don't get a, a lot of time to watch anything during the week because my weeks are really, really full. It's not how, how I decide to use my time during the week. In the evenings, um, I don't want to binge watch stuff during the week, but I love to just sit without any time constraints and just watch a few episodes of something until I don't want to watch it anymore or find a movie that is restful for me. Taking walks, exercising, depending on what kind of exercise it is, is restful for me or, or it, um, it fills me up. You know, having conversations with people that fill me up. Figure out what things are necessary to actually help you feel rested and use those activities when you are observing your Sabbath. Once again, I'm hoping that this also means that this is the time that you are um, getting in connection with God, because that should also be refilling and refreshing. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. And the last thing this is, and I've mentioned this already a couple of times. Sabbath day is a great time to do those deeper dives and have those longer periods of time in prayer in Bible study when you can just hop into a time of communing with God without looking at the clock, that is amazing. And just being able to be available to talk and chat and read and learn or listen to something you've been wanting to listen to that week or watch a video that you've been wanting to watch, you know, a teaching or something. That is a great feeling to just say, I'm just going to press play or I'm just going to sit here and read without having to get up or having to stop. And saying, I'm just going to sit here in nature and or take a walk and let God speak to me while I'm walking without having to get back to anywhere. That is, I think, a gift. And Sabbath days, observance of Sabbath gives us those opportunities to have unrushed periods of communion, communing with God. So that's how I like to use Sabbath. And I just want to um, put that out there for my listeners, because I know that you are busy moms like me, that during the week, you really don't have a ton of time for deep study. And if you were to create a ritual around your Sabbath, that could be a container for those deeper dives. Okay. Now, during the week, when you only have a few minutes here, a few minutes there, that's when you can plug in some of the resources and tools from the Mompreneur Prayer Room. Now, the Mompreneur Prayer Room is my new space for mom entrepreneurs in order for you to grab a faith resource or self-care tool in order to plug into your week while you're working. It'll help you rest and refresh and refill. So this is a space full of devotions and audio meditations, scripture meditations, mindful meditations, audio, um, I don't know if I said this already, audio devotionals or devotionals you can read, um, playlists, self-care guides to help you create rhythm around taking care of yourself on a consistent basis. They are all in the mompreneur prayer room. There's also an opportunity once a month to just hop on a live 
global coffee chat and prayer call where we can just um, sit and chat about our week, download whatever it is that's on our heart to talk about. I'll probably have a topic or two just ready to throw out there for us to discuss, but it's not about talking about business training and marketing strategy and tactics. It's all about coming to a place where you can just breathe, connect um, with other moms like you and pray because every call will have opportunities for breakouts for us to pray for each other. I want to invite you to this space. It is now open. If you go to deannamason.com forward slash membership, you will see an opportunity to join the Mompreneur Prayer Room. You can also grab the link that is in the show notes, but I have a gift for you. So in an effort to create a small prayer room experience, I created a 15 minute quiet time routine that you can download today. All right. This is my gift to you. This is just um, resources and tools that you can plug into your morning to create just a 15 minute connection time with God. The content in this download, it's all designed for mom entrepreneurs. I really wanted you to have faith materials and resources that connected you and your work to God so that you know that God is walking with you throughout your day. You can download the the first 15 mompreneur morning at deannamason.com, the first 15. 15 is the number, not the word, even though I think I'm going to go ahead and grab (laughs) that URL, just in case somebody types in the word 15, why not? But if you go into the show notes, you can grab it or you can just go to deannamazing.com, the first 15. And that is it. I want to know what your Sabbath practice desires are. Are you consistently um, observing Sabbath? Is this something that you desire to do? Come into the Refresh Moms Facebook group and share it with me. That's the place where I support you with your faith and self-care goals during your work week. So just come on in there. Also other resources and tools for you to use quick grabs to plug into quick times of self-care, quick times of faith connection. Join me in the refresh moms, Facebook group, deannamason.com forward slash refresh moms group is where you find me or you can do a search on Facebook for the Refresh Moms community and jump on in. I'd love to have you. And I want to hear what your thoughts are in regards to Sabbath rest. That is it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I will chat with you next week and hopefully see you either in the prayer room or in the Refresh Moms group. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Moms Call to More. If you're a fan of this podcast, would you mind leaving a star rating and review? This helps put me in front of more beautiful women just like you. And don't forget to hop in the Refresh Moms Facebook group to receive your daily refresh break from all that work you're doing to serve your people and grow your business. Find me on Facebook at Refreshed Moms Community. Let's connect again soon, all right? Bye for now.